Welcome back to your daily dose. It's Bob. There's nothing better than a good thinking buddy. Nick and I both have friends with whom we share our crazy ideas before we decide to take them public. These are tried and true souls who tell us the truth without judging us too much in the process. Listen in as we discuss the benefits of having thinking partners who have our backs. It might just make you think differently. Enjoy. I am an energy magnet. I, I love energy and I know how to amass it and I know how to use it. These days I am feeling exhausted. Like I'm spending more than I'm generating. Then you're pulling in. Do you need outside energy yeah. or are you talking about your internal flywheel system? I am an exotherm. My heat comes from the outside. Yeah. Uh, although I do have, I do have moments of, of being an introvert. Yeah. Uh, my extrovert tendencies. Uh, yeah. I, I need that. I, I find I can get energy from doing things I love, but I get more and better and stronger energy being around people that I love and feeling that joy and that juice. So but you're not doing your classes right now. No classes. You're not in front of people. No audiences. As far as speaking or no speaking engagements, facilitating. But yeah. my people are you and my direct family, and uh, you know maybe my Tai Chi friends who we you know we social distance while we do Tai Chi together. Uh, but yeah, it's it's not a lot. So, but I think that's that's part of the source of my tired is not access to that energy of other humans, but also the energy that the world is taking right now. It's just drawn a lot of energy. And I think a lot of people are tired. I'm hearing people all over the place express how exhausted they are. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's time for us to focus on that and figure out how to restore and regenerate some of that. I'm really very good at it usually, but during these days, I think it's been such a long-term, different environment. Well, it's harder too when you don't have people to sit down and talk with yeah. and speak with about this, mm-hmm. right? Because I don't get to, I'm, my ideas are much stronger when I get to bounce them off of people. Yeah. When I get to say them out loud instead of just in my head. Yeah. Because in my head, they sound like genius. <laughs> All of them. Every one of them. And when I say it out loud, they sound idiotic yeah, okay. a lot of times. Some of them. Some yeah. Of them. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like you get this opportunity to get somebody else's perspective. You mm. get this opportunity to, and you, I, I'm of the, uh, you can do that online. Mm-hmm. You can have good conversations, whether it's in social media or via text or messenger um, or Skype or whatever mm-hmm. video conferencing that you use. But there's nothing like sitting down with somebody breaking bread, having a beverage, whether it's an adult or not, yeah. and just chatting about something. Yeah, I do. Now, do you have any like go-to thinking buddies out there? Like people that when you want to run an idea, whether it's strange or new or controversial, uh, do you have people that you say, hey, let me run something by you? Let me. I, yeah, I mean, you're one, obviously, yeah, you're one but there's, uh, there's a few people out there that I'll call, pick up the phone, I'll send them something and say, hey, is this is this completely insane? You want to chat about it? Mm. Can we get together? But yeah, I try. And I also try to bring those to the table whenever I'm hanging out with somebody, Yeah, you know, because I want to see what that perspective is or what that uh, idea is mm-hmm. because you never know where these ideas are going to come from. Yeah. I think I'm finding more and more, I'm relying more on thinking buddies, whether it's my daughter, Devin or you or my buddy, Mark Freed or my family, just to say, these are thoughts I'm having. These are feelings I'm having. What do you think of this? Yeah. And it's really reaffirming to have them say, Oh yeah, I'm experiencing that too. Or that validation. Yeah. You don't says, want to feel like the odd man out. Like, right. Oh, 
this is just something that's in my head. I need to stop. I need to walk it off. Yeah. Like that's the most toxic of toxic masculinity if you want to go there. But I know that yeah. affects anybody, whether they're uh, uh, male or not. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I think putting things out there allows us to assess it in a different way. Yeah. Uh, I, I used to study by reading my notes out loud because that would allow me to take the information in two ways. I would read it and I would hear it at the same time. And in my mind, that was a, you know, a stronger way to receive that information. Yeah. And I feel like this is kind of a similar concept to that where it's, um, you're using your ears and your mouth, uh, to be able to figure out what's going on. And I, I appreciate the honesty of my thinking buddies. I appreciate when they're like, <laughs> don't say that. No, 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 no. You know, I, and the other side is my thinking buddies are people who love me. Yeah. That, so I, so there's a certain sense of leeway that they give me with the stupid stuff that I bring to them, uh, and a certain sense of forgiveness and understanding of the history that will allow them to take it in context. I have a really good thinking buddy that I met. Um, I've mentioned him on the show before shy. And I, the reason I met him is because I worked at the math lab at Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University. And they require that pilots learn math. And a lot of pilots really struggle with, uh, with math. That's so cool, though. I was always over at their house. Um, he lived with a couple of the other students there, a couple of other pilots. And so I was always over at their house, tutoring them on the side. Um, they were always at the math lab. And we became really good friends. And he's gone through a couple of iterations of careers and is now writing a book. Wow. So I'm a beta reader for that. And it's really interesting to do that because you're, that's the ultimate in, uh, trying to get feedback, but from friends, oh, right? That's courageous though, to give someone like your baby this thing. Cause if you're writing a book, yeah. that's a big something that yeah. takes a lot of work. And then to take the cumulative of that and hand that to somebody else and say, I want to know your honest thoughts. That's courage. And that's the thing. I, I don't want to just have yes men. I don't want, or women no. or whatever. Um, I don't want to have people just saying, this is great. Nice job. Yeah. Um, because they know me. I want somebody to really kind of dig into it and tell me what's wrong with it. That's, that's the reward for you risking so much by putting yeah. it out there. Right. I, I beta tested a book for my friend, David Rizowski. And at first I was very excited. Then I was terrified because I knew I had to tell him the truth no matter what. And I was afraid that I'd have to tell him some, some hard truths before you read it. Uh, no, as, a, as, as I was reading, reading it. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and then as I read it, I found things that I adored. I mean, there's some real genius in this book and some yeah. really cool things and some things that I really would do differently. And I decided I'm going to give him everything. And I launched off 11 pages of written ideas, thoughts, yes. assessments, yeah corrections whatever they were right um and praise and then i sweated because i'm like uh, it's out there now now i've given him something that i feel like i put myself at risk after he put himself at risk that says i'm afraid that he's not going to like what i've said or resent me for my honesty or and i got just the opposite i got love and joyful thank you this was exactly what i needed uh we are incorporating some of your ideas right now you know Wonderful. That's the way it's supposed to work out, I think. Yeah, you can ask for ideas and you can take them or leave them. I mean, there's if it's something that's really important to you or you're thinking it's told in a way that, you know, really works because it's just one person's opinion, right? Yeah, you have I'm to remember sure that, with right? A hundred people and they all hate a particular area. Well, <laughs> yeah. maybe you need to consider that. That's a purple tail theory. Yeah. Right? You know that one, right? No. If one person tells you of a purple tail, 
They're crazy. Ignore them. If two people tell you you have a purple tail, this is some kind of conspiracy to make you feel weird. But if 10 people tell you you have a purple tail, it's time to turn around and take a look at your butt. Right? <laughs> I don't know who told nice. me that, but I remembered it because it's like, look, a number of people who believe something actually means something. Right? Yeah. I'll take that. Purple tail, purple tail. Everybody's got a purple tail. Where's yours? It is out of your butt or on your head. You're not. <laughs> I'll work on that one. I love it. Hey, it's Nick. Thanks for listening. If this is your first daily dose, don't worry, I rarely sing. I am known to share ideas, however. And if you ever need a thinking buddy, look me up. I guess look me up on the internet? Am I even in the phone book anymore? Let's bring back the phone book, but make it really weird. Look me up so we can talk about that. <laughs>